Fashion Questions. On each episode, we ask a different question to retail insiders about the fashion industry. This is where they share their views and insights. Brought to you by Hive. The group's fashion portfolio includes Norda and Spring and Autumn Fair, Pure London and Source Fashion. Stay tuned. Welcome to Fashion Questions. On our sixth episode, we spoke with Selena Bailey, caller specialist at Promise Still, about why is digital lavender the caller of the year 2023? Trends keep evolving and play an important role in business growth. Fashion Questions. What consumer profiles should your business look into? This is what we're going to find out with Promostil, our Pure London partner. I'm Lina Vash, content editor at Hive, and with me in the studio is Sebastian Renault, artistic director, and Malaike Wand, assistant creative director. Good afternoon to you both, and thank you for being with us today. Hi. Hi. Hello. Sebastian, can you talk us through the Promostil books? What can brands and retailers learn from them? Yes, of course. Brands will first have a study of customer, their needs and behaviors, also the mega trends, which are the base of the seasonal trend. And then we traduce that in terms of creative tracks as silhouette, technical draw, mood board, color ranges, and fabrics. Promo still identified four main consumer profiles to look into the coming months. Can you briefly identify them? Our analyze is based on the archetypes of Carl Jung, which define four types of consumer profiles. So um, the first is uh, the elitism or the uh, luxury. There is the notion of excellence. Uh, this is a very elitist uh, consumer. The tradition the ancestral savoir-faire is very important for them. Also, something new, the healthy, the slow life, and the deconnection of um, internet is uh, very, very important. Um, our second uh, customer is uh, the counterculture uh, concerning the young generation, uh, the millennials or the young dead, who want to change the society with the notion of inclusivity and, of course, the eco-responsibility. We have the term with, which called nature, uh, with the notion of ecology, with the recycling, the, the upcycling, um, the back to nature. For this uh, customer, uh, there is no difference between the humans, the nature, and the animals. Now, the, for example, now the animals have some, some rights. And at the end, we have the technology. This customer is um, uh, close to the digital and metaverse uh, universe. Um, this is all the gamer, uh, all people who are uh, in touch with the NFT. Um, yes, this is a futuristic um, universe. Malika, Promostil is going to be live on stage at the next Pure London. What are going to be the main topics? Okay, so without giving too much away, <laughs> we're going to be kind of exploring um, the notions of eco-responsibility, so the the role that has been given to nature and trying to go back to that, also mixed with kind of uh, a generational vision of tradition and maybe like be a work of that and how all of that blends together and uh, how, how it's been portrayed in, in fashion and 
you know, kind of um, how all the different consumers that Sebastian just talked about kind of worked with this. So we're going to be focusing, I think, maybe a bit on the younger generation as well, which has been a clear voice in fashion in the past five years. So look out for that. It's going to be quite interesting. Is there a value trends forecasting service for brands and retailers with a limited budget? Our office uh, offers to brands plenty of services and studies that uh, will meet your, the target of brands and the DNA with uh, exclusive contracts or personalized books in all directions, in all ways. Sebastian, what are the main macro trends that will continue influencing the fashion industry in the near future? Okay, this is the eco-responsibility. And why? Because um, eco-responsibility is shared by the citizen, the consumer, the industry, the industry to answer to the demand of the customer, the retail, and also the state with, for example, the COPE. The, this is the biggest mega trend of the history, and he is the base of all the other trends. Pure encompasses different sectors, from activewear to shoes and accessories. Malika, what should retailers think of when buying a specific product range? Um, well, I think, especially in our day and age now, the main thing to have in mind is your consumer's values. Um, for instance, if your consumer is very much into everything, nature, and, you know, being very conscious, you should be aiming at products that are going to be conveying those exact same values. So you're going to be looking at trends and, and products that are, were, you know, sustainable or come from, like, ethical and ecological type of, 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 um, of products and everything. Uh, so that would be the main point. Something else that you want to look at is also the way your consumer evolves and its needs evolves which is, you know, very much what trends are about. It's very much about evolution and where one goes um, as time flies. So, yeah, look at um, your consumer needs, where it goes, where it comes from as well, to understand what works and what doesn't, what's interesting and what isn't. Start from there and just try to work and make it grow, try to think of new ways to, to take, like new paths to take with it. And yeah, yeah, it's just very much explorative basically, but it's also very much about knowing your consumer and knowing your target specifically. On our episode 13 about activewear, our guest, Kate Nightingale, a consumer psychologist, spoke about personalization as a way of moving forward. Do you agree, Malaika? How important is it to express individuality? It has become probably like one of the biggest things in fashion, uh, especially following COVID. There has been so many after effects of COVID, but in fashion, this is a big one. People want to be special in any way, any way they can. Even if, like, some of the trends, obviously, like, they existed for a while. Let's talk about, for instance, denim. Okay, it exists, but what do we do with it now? Like, how do I wear a denim jacket that is so special and so incredible that I stand out? in the crowd you know people are trying to find new ways to just um really assert themselves and what they stand for regardless of what they believe in and everything um individuality has certainly become one of the main goals 
in fashion and especially for the young creatives they're trying to find new ways of um, delivering maybe a message regarding something they believe in or something they'd like to see or it's just you know they have this crazy imagination and they just want to share their word that they have in their heads with the rest of the planet so yeah definitely a, a, a big point in fashion I mean, for sure because in terms of social media we see a lot of user generated uh, content yeah. and brands do look up to influencers and ask for collaborations but so far the consumer hasn't taken an active role in creating fashion do you think that could change and we could start seeing user-generated fashion in the future? I really think so, simply because I've, I've been looking at younger brands rather than established ones that have been giving so much voice to their consumer, like literally um, on Instagram Lives, asking them, okay, what would you like to see next? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if, it's, if it could be considered laziness or something. I don't think so. I think it's just very much about giving them a chance to, to yeah, to be actors in what they wear and where they're going. You can see those brands. We've got Orange Culture, who, was, who did that for, I think, like a collaboration or something. I think it was a, I can't really remember, but it was super cool. Like, you, you would get this notification of the live, and then during the entire live, it's just, so what do you want to see? What should we do? Should we use this brain, that brain, that color, this color? And I, this, to me specifically, is so, so, so cool. I love that, even if you haven't done fashion school, even if it's just that you like the brand, you get to just... True. Give your opinion and do whatever you like. But it's not necessarily super new. I mean, you've had houses that would give the opportunity to, to the consumer to customise their pieces. Mm-hmm. To have it, like I'm thinking about Nike in that sense. Yeah, or Remora as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, Sebastian, last time uh, Selena mentioned that maybe the colour of 2024 could be metallic green without revealing too much because I know you'll be talking at Pure London. Do you think that is one of the colours for 2024? You mean metallic green? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, this is, um, there, there is two things about the metallic colors in general. First, um, this is linked to the technology and the, um, the inspiration of the digital, you know. Um, there is something uh, due to the exploration of, the, of uh, the, um, the space, you know, because perhaps uh, one day, we couldn't uh, live on our earth. So there is this um, inspiration. Is very, that's a very strong inspiration. Second thing, there is a back to, to the night. Um, women and men want to, to make some... To, to, to come have back some to, fun. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to have some fun. And so to wear some glittering things, some, yeah, you know, something shiny and to, to, to go out and... And to enjoy life. Thank you so much, uh, Sebastian and Malaika, thank for you. being with us here in London. And thank you for listening. You're Stay welcome. tuned.